Anticipate Media proudly presents another episode of the Neat Creative Brief Podcast. Yeah, let's get right down to it. This is episode two. This particular episode recorded on Wednesday, November 11th, 2016. Going to throw a few episodes at you, probably right in a row, some this weekend, um, so we can have a little library building up, a little library with you, my friends listening. Welcome back. So, iPad Pro just came in the house today. It is currently syncing an enormous amount of data, most of it worthless, uh, some of it very important, our portfolio, onto this device. Um, writing on the iPad with capacitive styluses, or styli, is that what you call them? Stylus, stylish styli? <laughs> anyway, it's been very difficult. Um, these devices uh, don't work well on the iPad uh, or iPhone or whatever because they're fat styluses and there's a lot of latency because they're capacitive. They're trying to replace a finger. Um, drawing is better on the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus because there is uh, varying degrees of force that it can detect so you can do line widths and so forth. But none of this feels like writing on a pad of paper. None of it. The Surface Pro from Microsoft, what a beautiful device that is, by the way. I'm a Mac person, but man, it's impressive. Saw the new Surface uh, pro laptop, whatever you want to call it today, but I digress. Um, better, but the golden standard really is Wacom tablets. Now, Apple has finally found a way to get accurate, low to zero latency writing with pressure, pressure sensitivity and angle sensitivity in the iPad Pro with a device called the Apple Pencil. No, I did not get the Apple Pencil today because for some reason, upon launch of the iPad Pro, the Pencil is three to four weeks out. Bummer. But the filmmaking application or anybody making creative anything is you can finally draw, write, and uh, notate on a large, almost 13-inch device, which weighs only a little bit less than the original iPad. And you can do this while you feel like you're writing on an actual piece of paper, you know, minus the... um, the texture. So it feels real. It feels active. You can write your signature and it feels like you've got ink on paper. It's incredible. Um, I have tried it, but I couldn't buy one. So what do we do in the meantime? Well, you have a device that is as fast as one of the brand new MacBooks, the little slim ones. Its processor is uh, actually about as fast, we go higher, as the Retina MacBook Pro dual core 13 inch this thing screams it has four gigabytes of memory instead of the two that was in the ipad air 2 and it's currently in the iphone 6s and it has a gpu that is faster than the intel 5100 integrated broadwell graphics in the retina 15 inch macbook pro only the dedicated gpu in that unit is much faster and it is a lot faster But uh, if you don't buy that unit with the dedicated GPU, you get a machine that is faster than that. Will this replace your laptop? No. It could if all you do is screenwriting, though. I mean, the screen is enormous, and you can run two apps on the screen at the same time that are the same size as full iPad apps, where on the current iPad, you can get, like, an iPhone app and an iPad app. You can run picture-in-picture while you're working, have a full iPhone 6 plus sized window with video while you're working on the other screens. The battery lasts all day. It's light. It's beautiful. Um, It really is an amazing little device. It is expensive. The 128 gig Wi-Fi model is $950. 
I believe. Um, that's kind of the line where iPads were plus like a hundred dollars. Um, but it does have the power to replace a laptop if you are doing office work and certainly if you are doing any kind of handwritten drawing, illustration, CAD, CAM, looking through 3D models, etc. So how does this apply to the filmmaker? Well, I don't know yet, but I can tell you it's an incredibly good storyboard device. It is incredibly good portfolio device because you don't have to carry around a laptop. You can carry around this thing. Um, yes, the MacBook is also very good at that, but uh, you can't draw on it. You can't, you know, notate on it. This is a kind of dual-use device. I would say that I think the uh, Microsoft Surface Pro or Surface Book is probably um, a better device. It's about the same computational power. In fact, its GPU is probably even a little less some, but we'll put it in the same ballpark. If, if you get the dedicated GPU in that unit, it is a little faster. Um, you do get less battery life, and it is heavier and a little bulkier, but it runs a full operating system. However, it starts at $1,400, I believe, for the Core i3, and you go higher from there, and you're looking at twenty-five dollars to $3,000 for a Core i7. I mean, it's getting a little ridiculous. There are cheaper uh, touch tablets, but nothing as good as the Surface Book um, unless you're paying big money. And the iPad Pro kind of fits a niche where you can get MacBook uh, speed, a beautiful retina display, a big screen, 13 inches pretty much, uh, and um, low, extremely low latency, completely realistic illustration and notation um, on a device where you can also slap a keyboard onto it and do some real work. Office, you know, this, iOS has a lot of real hardcore, you know, productivity applications on it. For the filmmaker, yeah, you're not filmmaking on this thing. You can edit an iMovie up to three streams of 4K, which is kind of amazing. And uh, you can offload this uh, to iMovie on the Mac and then import that into Final Cut Pro 10 or X and uh, actually keep working on it. So you could start a rough assembly edit on this thing full speed. You're not sacrificing anything. Uh, except for the usability, and, and just in the field, whack it out real quick. I still recommend having a real laptop for that, but I'm going to tell you my 15-inch MacBook Pro Retina is a lot heavier and a lot more bulky than this thing, and it only lasts three hours if you're really hitting the GPU, and maybe you get six or seven otherwise. Um, so there are two use cases for this. I see it for a filmmaker as a portfolio, a beautiful large screen portfolio that I also see it as a workbook, a storyboard book, um, something where you can easily notate and is approximately the size of a magazine, a full-sized magazine. Um, so it's great for that. It's great for consumption because it's not too heavy. Um, and it is fast, so you can do some really you know, st strong CAD work or 3D work or um, previs. Uh, there's some previs apps out there already. Um, the iPad Air 2 is very fast, but this thing is almost twice as fast. It's kind of astonishing. The whole thing is just amazing. So, um, yeah. All right. Seven and a half minutes. Five to ten is really what this podcast is going to be. It's really easy for me to blab on for ten minutes. Um, coming up, I'm going to talk about the iPhone 6S as, as, as it relates to filmmakers because it do sh does shoot 4K. No, the new iPad Pro doesn't, but why would you shoot video with this thing? It's nice to like do a video call. I don't see the point. We're going to talk about the DJI Inspire 1. I'm going to kind of back into it because I'm going to talk about the X5 
Micro Four Thirds camera probably next. I got some uh, pretty amazing video out of that thing. You can find on the Vimeo channel or uh, just look in the show notes. I'll throw it in here. Uh, you can always get to this show at neatcreative.net. We'll blast you right to the website and the blog that has the uh, feed for this podcast and we will be in itunes soon enough i want to give a shout out to my friend ben consoli at bc media productions um he has the incredible go creative show which was born from the need creative podcast originally and he took it and run with it and it is it is the finest show for tv and video producers out there because he has real interviews with real hollywood people and also people like you and me and everybody in between it is amazing. So I highly recommend you make that a listen on your podcast uh, list whenever you can. So that's it. Nine minutes. Okay. The neat creative brief, five to 10. We'll talk more about uh, the experiences with the iPad Pro. We'll talk about that X5 camera. It's a GH4 in the sky, but it's meant for your drone. And oh yeah, you can stick it on an Osmo handle from DJI. And now you have an incredible gimbal with a very good, fast uh, f1.7 lens, I believe. And, oh, yeah, it fits in your hand. There's some incredible stuff going on in technology, folks. Um, we're going to talk about all of that, and then we're going to talk about, you know, what you do with it. If you have any comments, contact me at paul at anticipatemedia.com. That's paul at anticipatemedia.com, or leave comments in the comments list here. I suspect many of you won't be hearing these until I get, like, five or ten episodes in the can. Welcome back, dear listeners, and we will see you soon.